welcome to this week's Talking Cods Wallop. I am Gemma. I'm James. You are. You are James. I am. Yes. Allegedly. I think I am anyway. If I believe the birth certificate and the hype, I am me. Yeah. I think one episode I should say, I'm James and you're yes. Gemma. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just see if anyone notices. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> no, nah, probably not. They never listen to anything we got to say, do no. you, salty dumbbells? No, that's, that's true. And I don't listen at all, so. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> we won't make. We won't get into that yet, but mm. we will get into that. Shocking. <laughs> so how has your week been, James? Uh, it's it's been it, it has been what what we on the fifteenth, so we're part way through the month. We're over halfway through the month. It's only twenty eight days. Mm-hmm. My week has been it, it's been what it's been. I guess it's it's been okay. It's not been appalling. It's been bearable. How has your week been? <laughs> yeah, no, it's been absolutely fine. Um, I had a pajama day today, so I worked in my pajamas today, and I'm recording in my pajamas right now. So um, shocking. I, Shocking. Do you know what? I don't really care today. So <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those days where I was just like, don't really want to go out. What's the mm-hmm. point in getting dressed? You know, obviously I'm not going to sit here naked because, no. you know, that'd be a bit weird. But not that I walk around naked hey, anyway. Whatever whatever floats your boat. But <laughs> interesting, I'm, I've never done pyjama days. It's never been my sort of thing. It's, uh, yeah, I've just never done it's never been my thing it's you know I'm, uh, i try i'll wear pajamas sometimes but generally i get up i've got to get showered dressed etc i've never done the pajama thing I'm yeah sitting around all day well i think you know because i kind of you know like i woke up well my alarm went off at eight o'clock today um as it normally does because obviously i've only got like five footsteps until i get into the office um oh. <laughs> so uh but i was kind of like not really couldn't be asked to sort of get out of bed Mm -hmm. so I didn't get out of bed until quarter to nine and then I thought to myself well I'll just start work now and then normally throughout the day I just kind of like get dressed and I'll pop Mm -hmm. out or something like that sort of thing but no just didn't really want to go out today it's been miserable so I just thought you know what I'm having a pajama day see here it's been start out miserable then it's Mm -hmm. actually been okay but we've got the the nightmare winds coming along soon and the extreme downpour. So for the next few days, it's going to be interesting. I see lots of flooding because there are already loads of flooded fields here. So yep. it's just going to get even more interesting. And the road I take to get into work floods pretty much all the time. when It's heavy rain, so it's going to be cracking to get into work over the next few days. Yay! Well, you know, maybe you do need to get that Land Rover that you're going to get from last week's Quite episode. Quite possibly. If I can get the Gene, yes. Well, I get the G- I've already got the Gene already because, you know, I am God's gift of the road being yep. an Audi driver. Uh, but to get further up the totem pole of... Uh, twatterdom, as uh, my colleague would call it. Uh, <laughs> I do need the the drugged out blinged Range Rover. Um, yeah. So yeah, maybe these things will happen. Who knows? But it's uh, also on the on the horizon. Being very British, we're going to discuss the weather. It could snow on Saturday, so <gasps> we shall see. Oh, see, I'm Br- I know because you see it all the time. You're you're like, ugh, I hate snow, kind of thing. Yeah. But I think because I know I've said this before, so sorry I'm repeating myself. But because I don't see the snow very often, it's uh, it's like a wonderful thing to me. You know, it's also the fact that you don't have to go out in it. 
I think that's the other thing for anybody. If you're not having to go out and actually say travel to work and things in it, it's less of a hindrance. But also, you're right. If you don't see it so much, it's a nicer thing to see. Yeah, but also, um, I have driven in it, so you know, it's like, um, well, must have been about four years ago. In four Febru- years. <laughs> I think four years ago in February, though, it was like coming yeah. down really hard yeah. in um, Paul because in Paul mm-hmm. they get quite a lot of snow. It's just basically mm-hmm. where I live. We've got our own little weather system, so we very rarely get anything. But um, yes, yeah, so it's like down in a dip, so it's protected. But yeah, um, I've had to drive driving home. You know that hours journey sort of thing, or mm-hmm. it was a four hour journey to drive home, yeah. Yeah. and I left work early because I thought mm-hmm. that it was going to be bad. So, uh, but even then, I was like, it looks pretty. What well, What Gemma doesn't tell you is when she mentions living in a, a, a their own microclimate. She lives in a biodome. Yes, yes, I do. That's <laughs> what Stephen King uh, called the uh, you know wrote the book after and the TV program, The Dome. I think it was Stephen King based, anyway. I have no idea. But you're saying that a horror story was based on you and where you live. Yeah. I'm saying nothing. Saying nothing. <laughs> well, it was based on where I live, not necessarily on me. But yeah, I mean, I'm a factor <laughs> in it, I guess, as well. <laughs> Moving on anyway. <laughs> That's the end of this week's episode <laughs> of Weather Talk. <laughs> no. Um, I, so you're an Audi driver. And we all know this because you tell us every breath that you have that you tell us you're an Audi driver. When somebody when somebody stops, you know, to let you go. So like if there's yes. a, yeah, so it's a bit of a yeah. narrow road and you, it, do you mm-hmm. put your hand up to say thank you? Generally, yes. Good. It's a bit too difficult. Uh, I still say I've, they've let me into the road and I, I try and wave thank you. It's, it's tough because... I've got tinted glass, so you can't... When I first got the car, it took me a little while to realise that no one could see me if I actually thanked them or made other hand gestures at them. Um, (laughs) So I'll generally do the old, you know, flashing the hazard light as a thank you, but I generally try and thank people just because it's the better thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I let an Audi driver, female Audi driver, Mm -hmm. so she's letting down the side here. I let her go on my side. Um, sorry, mm-hmm. you know, because the road was narrow and there was, uh, you know, quite a few blockages sort of thing. And uh, yeah, she just, it was blatant that she wasn't saying thank you. It was, <laughs> she was just like, da, 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 da. well, I I have to uh, say, you know, I do, you know, being an Audi driver, I do, uh, do, do respect that. It's not great roadman, well, I should say roadmanship, great road womanship, yeah. should we say, to, to bring everybody in. But yeah. I think you generally should try and say thank you because it just makes things a little bit simpler. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I always say thank you for everything. It's like mm-hmm. my arms are up in the air more than they're on the steering wheel, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I I do recognise my road superiority, but I do also, you know, agree that you have to thank people. So Yes. I think it's just British and common courtesy, but it's not just British because yeah. of the countries do it as well but you know i think it is horrible though when people don't say thank you it's like yeah okay yeah i you know i've got all the time all the time in the world to kill here you know i'll just sit here you know mm-hmm. it really gets my back up that does i've used it as cod's wallet before so that's although, why i didn't want to call it as oh, cod's yeah. wallet so <laughs> although i will comment on the person who honked to me today um as i was going around a parked vehicle um they were coming towards me on the other side there was enough space 
And frankly, I want to get round that I'm not going to be held off doing my journey for a couple of seconds for some guy coming towards me. And I don't even know what sort of vehicle it was, some small thing. But nothing went wrong. You know, it, chill out, people. I've got to get round the thing that's parked. And frankly, there's enough space and enough speed with my car to get round safely. So people need to just, you know, relax. Yep. Calm the fuck down, people. Calm the fuck down. <laughs> and if I'd hit them, I would have obliterated them anyway. So, <laughs> well, they wouldn't but have been able to tell the story, would they? <laughs> yeah, moving on. Shh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't happen. So, I don't know if you've had chance to have a look on our social media yet, but there is a post about some badges that are for sale, James. They are. There's some very impressive wee little badges that you put on. Yes. Uh, small, in fact, I mean small, small, but yes, small little badges that, that Gemma has toiled to have produced. Uh, I'm not going to lie and say she's made them with her own fair hands, but they're pretty bloody impressive. So I would say to anybody, you know, get them, get them. Yeah, get them when, while you can. Yes, so basically we're charging £2.50 for the badge and, um, you know, then plus a little bit for shipping sort of thing, but it really won't be much. But um, yeah, it's uh, all proceeds basically are going to go into the, the podcast and, you know, the sort of behind the scenes stuff that, you know, anybody who doesn't have a podcast who listens to us knows that, uh, well, anybody, sorry, who does have a podcast knows what the background is. Uh, <laughs> costs are and doing this so it's just a little way for us to put some money back into the project so that we don't have Absolutely. to keep forking out for it all <laughs> brilliant no brilliant yeah. i like it it's very good so salty tadpoles future salty tadpoles you know what to do yeah yeah definitely and uh, slowly but surely, our YouTube channel is getting a little bit more. We've got now 48, so another four. Ooh. <laughs> so we we promise we really are going to do something with it. But uh, yeah, it does take a lot of brain power and there's a lot of stuff going on that's uh, un-podcast related at the moment. So it's, uh, it's keeping us... Uh, not you know basically it's making us so busy that we're not able to think about doing the things that we want to do yeah. at the moment but teetering on the edge of sanity teetering on the edge yeah. of sanity i'm leaning into the insane mode at the moment though <laughs> definitely and while i'm at it as well with regards to like mm -hmm. feedback and stuff and hopefully my phone won't cause too much interference with my microphone but is that is that a pun? Feedback and a microphone. Ho -ho. <laughs> she's she's doing well, salty tadpole. She's doing well. The <laughs> puns are coming thick and fast. <laughs> I didn't even know I was doing one. <laughs> nope. That so, good. With regards to our women in horror episode that we recorded mm -hmm. a couple of weeks back, um, Jamie Westwood has left his feedback for you, James. So okay. not sure if you've actually seen it. There was no acknowledgement to it, so I don't know if you've actually seen it or not. But I thought I'd, you know, he's given the feedback that we asked for, so I thought we'd read it out. Yep. Also, cool. just to sort of give him a little bit of promotion as well, Jamie Westwood and Tom Stevens, who's his best friend, they have got a podcast together, which is called The Chronicles Of Podcast. And so basically every week it's uh, a new guest, and they've got some absolutely incredible guests 
that uh, they've spoken to. So unfortunately, I can't think of all of them right this second because I kind of put myself on the spot with doing this. But I know that they have had some really, really incredible guests. So once you've finished listening to us, download their episodes and you can also go on their YouTube channel to watch the videos as well, which Jamie is absolutely nailing. Um, And yeah, go give them a listen as well because they deserve the, the it only, yeah the only sad thing is they've not had the best guest they possibly could have on which is you and me so i know well they have slipping slipping yeah well they have had us on but we're not we weren't being in uh, we weren't on as video people mm. so you know so hopefully hopefully they will sort of invite us back on jamie westwood and tom yes. stevens <laughs> and um you know and and jamie you know it's like only a week until I see you now. So, you know, maybe. I, w- I will just need the advance warning for the video so I can have the required Botox and other work. So I look, you know, reasonably presentable. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I'll need to make sure that my eyebrows are plucked and, you know, lipstick is on. And well, not lipstick. I don't wear lipstick, but makeup is on and uh, make myself look wonderful and beautiful. <laughs> so you, you you go for something you don't need to do, which is make yourself look beautiful because oh, you. you already are. Oh, I, shucks. I, on the other hand, am just trying to look human. <laughs> oh, uh, don't be so silly. <laughs> you are wonderful as well. I'm like a horse. Anyway, carry on. You don't look like a horse. <laughs> you really don't look like a horse. <laughs> Although someone did... Why the, why the long face? Yeah, go on. <laughs> Although somebody did say that I look like a frog once, and every time I look in the, mi- in the mirror now, I go, they're kind of right. Uh, <laughs> I don't see it. Nope, can't see it. No. Well, you can't see me at all. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, when that person, it's I mean, this was years ago, so that's how much it's tormented me all these uh, years now. And they were Shocky. a good friend as well. So it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hop to it. <laughs> oh dear, frog face and horse face. <laughs> right, <laughs> rabbit. So going back to Jamie Westwood and his feedback. Mm-hmm. So he said, yeah, The Exorcist 2 isn't great. My comment was more based on Reagan's character as they show her as a Mm 16-year-old still recovering from her trauma, etc. Also, her story in The Exorcist TV series was great. Her underrated show. Or Mm. is the underrated show, I think he possibly might have. Yeah, I've heard it's supposed to be very good, the show. Yeah. Oh, I've not seen it, so I actually don't know that one. Um, And then he's also put in another post. He said, also, why is James's Keanu Reeves impression so good? With lots of laughy laughy emojis. And then follows by, James showing love for Return to Oz. I think James has won me over this episode. And then separately... Separately, he said, unfortunately, I'm going to have to stop listening to your podcast because I've now grown a little bit of a fond fairness to uh, James. So uh, so you've lost us a listener from, from being so cool, James. <laughs> so being lovable, essentially. 
<laughs> Destroyed yeah. the list of base. Oh well. <laughs> so for the first time ever on this podcast, you being awesome and good yeah, and kind. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined it all for me. <laughs> Shocking, terrible, awful. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, yeah, so that was his uh that was his feedback that you um asked for. So I thought I'd read it out because obviously he decided to give it to us, which is amazing. Thank you, Jamie. Well, I mean there's no point it's even saying or thank him because he's not listening well yeah uh, but if anyone can pass the message on to jamie who yeah. knows him say thank you <laughs> i'll just demand that he listens to it or maybe i'll call the episode thank you jamie <laughs> yeah so it'll uh someone may say there's been a message linked to you and he'll be like me so i don't care talk to the hand exactly i know that when he said because you know last week i was talking about the fact that i've arranged a trip to birmingham the yes. reason the reason why is because obviously i'm going up to see jamie and becky who is mm-hmm. their husband and wife um but also lucy caton as well because she lives mm-hmm. in birmingham as well so and um in our separate chat <laughs> i said oh well, it might be really good if we could get james to come to to Birmingham you know as I've said to you and Jamie said yeah I'm gonna park my bike right behind his car <laughs> well if he, do, if, if, if he was daft enough to do that he knows what happened to his bike <laughs> to be a, a mangled mess <laughs> it'll be easy to spot yours though because it'll be all around you know the hazards stuff will be all around it <laughs> or it'll just be but, parked on the opposite but, side of the car on. park <laughs> the, the reality is i won jamie over you know for a fact jamie i wouldn't hurt your bike it's it's all right it's all good it's all good i, I respect you see the thing is because the new the new uh you know changes the highway code i have to love all cyclists yeah and i think that's what we're he was all, getting at <laughs> yeah, we're all god's children you're all wonderful and yeah. don't you worry i'll do whatever the weird thing with your arm is for opening the door to make sure i don't hit your bikes i I love you all. <laughs> this is re- the new improved James Stafford loves all road users. Okay, can you stop it? Because you're losing us more epi- um, more <laughs> listeners by the uh, second. I mean, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Salty tadpoles are just not used to it. <laughs> no, true. Uh, oh, go on. <laughs> Sorry, I said oh. <laughs> No, I, I'm agreeing. It's, it's terrible. I think yeah. I must have suffered some sort of head injury and not realised. You might have done. You might have done. Or just COVID. Let's blame long COVID. Yeah, well, yeah. Let's blame yeah. it all. Long COVID and head injuries. Yeah. It is funny because when you say long long COVID with your accent, I always think you're saying lung COVID. Well, and it's not it's not it's not incorrectly wrong. It does affect the lungs, so yeah. yeah. I know, but with your accent, because sometimes I really have to listen and I go, is he saying lung or long? Long. Yeah. Long. Long. Elongated. Long. Okay. Don't gargle gargle your drink, Gemma. (laughs) That wasn't. (laughs) That was just my tongue. Anyway, (laughs) moving on, because that's got awkward now. It seems to be just getting Mm. awkward this week. It does. I think we just, the salty tap bells are like, ooh, look, awkward pauses. (laughs) That will be edited out. (laughs) Awkward pauses, confused silences, and this strangely creepy James being kind. So unusual and strange. Yes. Yeah, it's almost like he's been possessed or abducted by an alien or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> being ganged probed by aliens as we speak. <laughs> so, James, did you want to crack onto some codswallops this week? 
yes. I, uh, but I'm going to let you go first because I'm intrigued to hear what your codswallops will be. Oh, well, I've only got, I think I've only got one this week because <laughs> obviously. See that, that, do you know when you select like strange things that I've come across as being more pleasant when Jamie over? Uh, notice this salty tabos. Gemma only has a short number of codswallops. She's not as rage-filled this week as normal. No. I mean, I think I got it out of my system last week. So, um, yeah. but I'm also trying Definitely. to... Definitely. Yeah, I'm also trying to do a bit more of a positive spin on things at the moment. So, because, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, my mood hasn't been the fan uh, the best. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to uh, cheer myself up. But there's yeah. only... Yeah. yeah, there's only one that really springs to mind. And so... Uh, that okay. um, not only did my co-host um, <laughs> cheat on me again this week for the Reels and again. Hills podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry, right? So yeah. again? Yeah, well, that's true. Yes, I have yeah. hoarded myself out to several different podcasts over the years. So Yeah, but you've also been on them there one multiple times, I, I see in here. That's true. Um, that's true, yeah. yeah. You know, that he... You know, and obviously he's still doing the show, so that's obviously brilliant still. But, uh, you know, the probably the biggest codswallop was... Um, Oh, I really like that jingle. It's really upbeat. It's the best jingle that I've ever heard. Have you ever heard our jingle, James? I have heard our jingle. I think I praised our jingle at the same time. But yes, I'm going back to the cycling comment. There's plenty of love for jingles to go around. We're all good people. We are, but you were so blowing smoke up their ass, and then it was just like a fleeting comment. Oh, not that I'm <laughs> saying that the podcast I'm on hasn't got a good jingle, um, but this one <laughs> is like, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> well, it's, was it like I was reading, like I have been held captive and I was reading like a thing? I am okay. <laughs> I will be safe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Please pass on my best to the podcast. <laughs> and then you proceed to not say what the podcast is called. And I'm like, well, did- <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I didn't watch it all because I was watching it towards the end right. of work. So, uh, you know, you might have done, but, you know, if you didn't, come I, on. I mentioned, uh, I did mention it later on. Don't worry. Don't That's worry. all right then. <gasps> phew, phew. I will go back and watch it and give my full yes. credit. Yeah, credit. Critique, critique. I think is the right word. <laughs> See, yes. it's stuck in your in your craw that much, didn't it? To say you're going to critique me in a positive manner, it's like you couldn't get the words out. It's like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, and Ivan Reichman died this week as well, didn't he? So that's like another Ivan Reichman. Yes. Poor yeah. Ivan. Yeah, that's a bit sad. So it, a bit of a sad cotswallop. Yeah. It's very sad with Ivan, and it was the weirdest thing the way I found out because I don't know what it was. It was like the really early hours of the morning. I think it was like five thirty or something. I, I, I woke up, I couldn't go back to sleep, and I thought, right, I'll go on and just go on Facebook. And the way I found out was Robin uh, had actually posted something up about Ivan and saying, you know, tribute to him, talk about working with him. And I was like, what? You know, it's one of these things, right? Because you, you you're tired, you don't necessarily take it in, and then. I realised what it was, and you could see there were other things about him. But yeah, I mean, it, I'd commented on this to, I think as I was talking to Claire and Anthony about it, I was saying how the the positive things, you think about all the great stuff he produced. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And the films he made. So as sad as it is that he's died, at least there's this wonderful history, uh, uh, you know, wonderful history and story of films we can look at that he's done that have 
made a huge impact on the world. Um, and the other thing is, at least from the sounds of it, he died in his sleep. And I know, strange as it sounds unexpectedly, at least, you know, hopefully there wasn't any suffering, anything like that. But yeah, he will be missed. He was a, he was a, a well, he was a, a game changer and you, you never heard bad things about him. So yeah, that's, that's all I've been hearing as well as really good things is that he like was a really, really good father. You know, like it, everything about him was a good, he was a good person you know mm-hmm. so um and just to give her full credit it was robin shelby um, it was yes who's, yeah. who played slimer in ghostbusters so and and slimer's uh love interest as well so yeah she was in ghostbusters 2 playing slimer and then she was in ghostbusters and the call playing slimer and his love interest which is very cool yes uh, yeah and uh, we've been lucky enough to have her she's been on the podcast as a guest she's a, a wonderful person she is she's so sweet and i'm really regret that i wasn't there actually for that episode but hopefully you know when things yeah. sort of pan down a little bit then maybe she we can get her back on that'll be fun that will be very good yeah cause she she's there and um sorting her laundry out at the same time as talking to you if i remember rightly <laughs> I think that was Laura, actually. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I knew one Perhaps of them I was. think it was Laura. <laughs> it's somewhat, let's put it this way. The simplest way is to say it's somebody involved with the Ghostbusters franchise that was lucky enough to interview. There we go. All bases covered. Yeah, absolutely. Sorting out her laundry. Not really interested in what James has to, James has to say. <gasps> Shocking. See, now, now, now notice there's a Freudian slip where she's not interested to say what Jamie had to say now no, I Jamie, said Jane. if you are no 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 <laughs> yeah, i did don't backpedal <laughs> I, you don't you know you don't mean that hey jamie i'm on your side i'm on your side <laughs> i nearly said jane <laughs> <laughs> only at the weekends darling only at the weekends oh fantastic oh dear and something else just popped into my brain but i can't remember what it was so uh <laughs> we'll carry on to your cod swallops and see if there's anything and then uh I'm sure I'll come back. Mm, I don't think I've got anything too bad on the Codswallops apart from it's just like the the awful, cold, dark, horrible, wintry months not <sighs> ending quickly enough and it leaves me feeling tired and shitty all the time. Oh, the weather report. Yes. Well, yeah. you know, you ask for a Codswallop, I've given you a Codswallop. Yep. But I think that's probably about it really, yeah. Uh, and the fact that I'm, I ache a lot. There you go. There's a codswallop that isn't weather-related. Well, kind of probably is. Yeah. I'm aching a lot of the time. But such is, hey, it happens. Exactly. But, yeah, um, I think that was your codswallop last week as well, James, to be honest. Probably. But, uh... Probably. Yeah. I've just got a constant rolling codswallop, basically, <laughs> the same things. But, no, I'm generally not... Uh, I'm not too codswalloped out, I don't think, at the moment. So I don't think it's been too bad. That's good. That's good. Yeah, do you know what I'd be interested in doing? Or mm-hmm. if one of our salty tadpoles had a spare 10 days or whatever, because <laughs> it'd probably take about that long, to go through all of our episodes and jot down <laughs> all of our different codswallops that we've had throughout the years. <laughs> I, I think that would be really fascinating. Like if we ever got a website or whatever like that, putting mm. it actually on the, you know, putting it all listed down on the website. But yeah, I... I know me and you haven't got the time for that, so... <laughs> It'd be interesting to see how many matched up as well, where we've literally made the same complaint. Yes, yeah. Yes, I think, it would be interesting. Yeah, because I think, well, definitely driving has been a factor. So if you've yes. got, if you're a salty tadpole <laughs> and you have got, like, time on your hands at the moment and, you you know, you fancy a little task mm-hmm. and don't feel obliged to do it if you don't want to, of course, but, you know, if somebody does, then um, mm-hmm. could you get in touch with me? you know 
you know where to find me if you're a salty tadpole but it's at cod's wallet pod on all social media as a way of me plugging the social media mm-hmm. again but um yeah i mean that would be quite quite a useful and interesting thing to uh see and do but at the same time i'm not expecting everybody to sort of jump on board and do it so you know so yeah do, so salty tadpoles if you suffer with some sort of obsessive compulsive or associated <laughs> disorder and would like to go through all our episodes basically finding out what exactly has pissed us off in the past you know where to go <laughs> the thing is james i actually really want them to do it and now you've put them yes. off <laughs> no 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 i think they're gonna do you know you want to do it there'll be somebody who's itching to do it itching wants to do it we've planted the seed we've planted the seed actually i'll tell you what has one little codswallopy thing which does tie to the weather but it is a codswallopy thing which is because the weather has been so shockingly bad i've not managed to plant anything in the garden yet so that is annoying me Oh, so you didn't? Did you see your dad this weekend anyway? Or I didn't. No, no. no. Uh, we've not had a chance yet. And as I think I said on the last episode, he was going to help yeah. me with planting some rose bushes. But the weather has not allowed that. So, in the fullness of time, hopefully it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, <clears throat> absolutely. There's plenty of time to plant your roses. Have you got them already, or um, you're going to pop I and do, get them? Yeah, but you only have a window of. Uh, I think so, like getting, you know, I don't know, winter, springish time. I don't know. Well, okay. it's all good. So they've got It'll to be get, planted be by sorted. a date, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. I mean, yeah. I don't think anything's killed them yet. So they're out in the pots in the garden. So as long as it doesn't get frosty and horrible, they should be okay. Well, so you... not only do we, n- not only do we now have a, a corner with regard to the weather, cars, we now have a gardening corner. <laughs> we best get your gardener then, haven't we? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, Mike! I don't know. Mike seems like a really gardener name. <laughs> I don't actually know who Mike is, but let's keep going. Yeah, but Mike, <laughs> as a name, seems like a really good name for a gardener. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So <laughs> your gardener's called Mike. Okay. That's fine. Hiya, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, unquote. All right, Mike, whoever you are. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, there you go. The other thing that I thought of while... Uh, the thing that I couldn't remember earlier, basically. We had, me and my mum had a bit of a strange experience the other night, which sounds really dodgy, but actually not as dodgy as it sounded. But um, basically, the dog, you know, like when the dog goes to bed, we shut the kitchen door and he, mm-hmm. we don't hear a peep out of him. But our kitchen, sorry, our phone started mm-hmm. making this little little bringing noise like when it was on the charge but it was almost saying mm-hmm. it wasn't being charged and stuff and this was a couple of nights ago but it was at 2 30 in the morning which obviously didn't mm-hmm. go down very well but um so he started pouring you know like tapping his foot and pushing the door with uh mm-hmm. with his paws and stuff so me and my mum went to investigate and yeah it was just really surreal because like he doesn't normally do anything like that so i think it like spooked him which was a bit mm-hmm. sad um or a bit oh you know kind of thing not sad but i went out the front for a cigarette and then there was this other dog that was like um you know in the distance that was also barking at the same time and we were like oh my god did like aliens land or something or you know like, did something really spooky happen and you know only animals can pick up on it it was just like Ah, uh, that's really creepy. 
That or the dog's been making long distance calls in the evening. <laughs> he might have been. He might have been, yeah. yeah. I won't put it past him. He's got a very a mischievous nality side, so yeah. He he's has. been making long distance calls to places. <laughs> oh, he gave me a Valentine's card this uh, uh, this year as well. I bet his handwriting's shocking, though. A bit rough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but on a serious note, Graham um, did get me a Valentine's card because he didn't want me to feel left out. So he got me a okay. Valentine's card from the dog. And I was like, oh, you really don't have to do that because I hate Valentine's. But you know, <laughs> I thought it was really sweet that he actually thought like that, though. So I don't think that's sweet or terrifying. <laughs> no, it's sweet. It's caring. <laughs> For the idea of a dog sending you a card. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, obviously Graham wrote it, didn't he? The dog yes. didn't write it. <laughs> That's what you think. We've chalked up the dog's pretty smart so far. He goes after the mailman, he makes long-distance calls at night, and he can write cards. If you can get him to iron and cook, you're on to a real winner. Oh, nobody here irons. But yeah, <laughs> cooking. And you need to get good. the dog to iron. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just we just buy clothing that doesn't need ironing. Ah, can you get? In fact, can you teach him to use the? If you can teach him to use the washing machine as well, washing and ironing. Yes, that would be really good. Actually, it would actually be quite beneficial. So yeah, I might train him. I might train yeah, him. Start tr- teaching yeah. him. Yes, it's the future. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I think that's the, you know, like, well, we've done codswallop in between the rest of my week, really, there. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so I think I'm done. So have you been watching anything recently? Uh, I've been watching Pam and Tommy, which oh, is yeah, me too. really good, really good. Yeah. And it's freaky how much they managed to make them look like, uh, well, look like, you know, Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson Lee. Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, it's an interesting show. I don't, I mean, I, as much as I like, you know, uh, Motley Crue, uh, I don't think Tommy Lee's an, in, he's a very nice person in reality. I think he's le- he's calmed himself down a bit now and he's he's older he's later years um yeah. but you generally just feel very sorry for Pamela anderson because the impression i get is that she's probably not a very balanced individual yeah absolutely um yeah i'm i'm exactly the same sort of viewpoint as you that i think it's a brilliant show and it's the mm. first thing that well you know like i always like um oh my god i'm blanking on his first name but rogan what's Seth, Seth, Rogen. Seth Rogen, yeah. So I've always liked Seth Rogen, but I actually mm-hmm. really like him in this because it's actually a yeah. serious role for him. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah, not yeah. larking around and being stoned and whatnot, um, which, you know, yeah, fair I'm enough. I'm pretty sure he'll be stoned, but... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's but, always stoned, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, but he's not doing, um, you know, not doing sort of typical stoner type, you know, jakey around kind of things. Um, yeah, the same as you, like you going, I... <laughs> laughing all the time, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I've just watched uh, episode four, uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not sure what day it comes out on um, Disney Plus. So, but it's um, yeah. I've seen episode four, and that was actually quite an emotional one. Yes. Yeah, yeah because of it, like events that happen and stuff yes. like that, and Pamela getting a bit stressed and mm. you know, things that happen because of that. I don't want to sort of give it away because it's so brand no, new. No. But um, on episode two as well, when um, Tommy's really drugged up and he's going for a wee and. <laughs> 
he's having that conversation with his oh, body God, part. That was that hilarious. He that yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of speaking of body parts, the entire you know prosthesis for this show is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, um, it, everything looks so real. It's creepy, and it just amazes me um, how much they managed to turn them into the people. Because in yeah. reality, they, they look nothing like them, and it's yeah. And the, considering you know the the fact that. Um, the, you know the the the, the fact that the, the the girl who know who plays Pomeranzen in it. I think it's you know, Lily who, James, isn't it? It is. It's Lily James who looks yeah. nothing like her uh, normally. It's yeah, freaky. You know the because they had to give like obviously there's a blonde wig, a fake for some reason forehead, uh, and you know the, the entire realistic looking breast they give her. It's yeah. just. Wow, I don't. It's amazing the, the 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 way they've done it all. But the cast as a whole is brilliant. I mean, Nick Offerman is brilliant in it as well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> agreed. He's yeah. a uh, an interest. Well, that all I say is I cannot fault the cast at all. It's it's interesting though that Pam Anderson never signed off on it. She she has had no interest in having any involvement with it. But it doesn't present her in a bad light. You know, it's yeah. I think well because of like. If I've looked at like anything on social media, you know, obviously the Twitter warriors have come out and defended her mm-hmm. and stuff, even though they've not asked her to. Uh, she's not asked them to, sorry. But, um, you know, it's kind of, I suppose, in some ways, what they're saying is, is that this film or this, sorry, TV program is mm-hmm. a bit like the sex tape itself coming out again exploitative as well, I guess. They yeah, could say so the it's situation. Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of, um, you know, it's 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 bringing it all back out again for her, and she's maybe mm. put it to bed finally, and it's yeah. all back up in the open again. But at the same time, I think it is really, really well portrayed. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, and like you said, I mean, she does come across as a bit of a dumb blonde, but it kind of is. So it's not like it's not like you know fully, but and she's me, not completely dumb yeah. though. No, to me, the sad thing, I mean, I don't think she's at all dumb. You don't get to be who she was if you are dumb. But I think the sad reality it shows is she's very much a people pleaser. And she even mentions that in one of the episodes. And there probably is an element of that, that she was, she just wanted to sort of make everybody around her happy. Um, But yeah, I I would say to anybody who gets a chance to watch it, it's funny, but it also makes you think. And it's, it's, it's interesting. And it, it is the thing that, most people would look at the, you know, the Pomerant and Tommy Lee sex tape and go, right, they, they, they had the false belief they made money from it, that it mm. was like something they leaked, and clearly that was not the reality of the situation. Yeah. I have vague memories of it around the time, but I'm too young to really have known about it. But, yeah. I mean, I knew who she was through Baywatch, um, and as I got older, I knew, learned more about him. You know, and his music, and mm. I mean, I like Molly Crew. Uh, I don't know how any of them are still alive, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm of the same mindset as well. I do. I love Motley Crew, and I think that you know Tommy Lee is an incredible drummer, but mm-hmm. he, the way he's being portrayed on this program, because another thing that somebody said on uh, Twitter was, "Oh my God, they're portraying Tommy Lee as like real asshole," and I, I felt like going back to saying he is. I think they were probably portraying him better than he actually is. 
Yeah. I think he's being portrayed as like a bit of a, he's, he's not great, is he? But he's portrayed as a bit more sort of like a, a crazy goofball. And I suspect in yeah. reality, he was probably far worse than this. Far, far worse. Probably. So, but then I don't yeah. know for definite. But um, yeah, mm. he could have been definitely. But uh, yeah, I, I'm giving, at the moment, I'm giving an indefinite four, four stars for this. So. Yes. Four, is that now just to be precise? Is that four stars out of five, or is that four stars out of ten? Well, it could be four. Well, <laughs> how many episodes are there? Could be four yeah. stars out of eight <laughs> if there's only eight episodes. <laughs> Sorry, no. I, we, we love we love you, John. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not personal. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's very personal, <laughs> but we still love you. <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. But uh, and also we wish you uh, good health as well because uh, yes. she did put a post on uh, Facebook saying that she mm-hmm. she's not been very well lately. So, I mean, we knew that anyway, didn't we? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, v- virtual hug. That's all I can yes. ever say to people when they're on well. Virtual hug. Yes. Unlike me, who um, instantly went onto the post because she said, "I don't. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not looking for you know love and hugs and stuff like that." So I went on there and I put something along the lines of, "All right, well, get out of bed, you lazy sod, and actually get over this already." <laughs> and then I put in comment, you know, like in brackets, sort of thing. I put, "Oh, by the way, for anybody who's reading this who doesn't know who I am, this is a joke. I promise." <laughs> Gemma's practicing tough love again, people. <laughs> well, I was thinking. I was just thinking to myself. Well, she specifically said, "I don't really want all the sympathy and the love and the hugs and stuff like that." So I thought, "Well, I'm going to give her what she wants." Then, that's the thing. but what I do like is the fact that you, you put, you know, it is just a it's just like the joke because yeah. people sometimes don't get it. I had somebody attack me on Twitter once over a comment I was making to Sean Sean Hughes, and he was like. I think I'd mentioned this in the past. He's like, have you seen the message? And I'm like, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. I know this person was really having a go at me. But the, <laughs> the thing that was even stranger is they obviously don't know me and Sean are friends, but yeah. they'd never actually put me in the message. So, so there's no way I could even know what they were on about. The only way I knew is Sean sent me a thing. And he was like, we're friends. There's nothing meant by it. It's <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what friends are for, isn't it? To bust your yeah. balls, sort of thing. Even you know, yeah. metaphorically the, the, and physically. This wasn't even. Yeah, yeah. But there was. Uh, anyway, the world is a strange, unique, crazy place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, it's like the Matrix, dude. <laughs> Have you watched anything else, or is that pretty much it at the moment? I watched the thirteenth. It's when we mentioned the Matrix. Um, I was thinking the what I prefer of the Matrix is there's a film called The Thirteenth Floor, which is kind of the same sort of thing. Came out the same year, I think, with regard to computer simulations and 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 things of that nature and other universes. So that that's a really a really cool film. I really like that. So I'd recommend to anyone who gets to see it to to do it. It's got Craig Burko in it. Very good film. Gretchen Moll. Uh, and yeah, well worth if you can find it, have a look at it. Mm, okay, I might give that a whirl then because um, mm. yeah, I did like the Matrix, well, the original one anyway. You know, the second one as well. We'll talk about the third, but uh, <laughs> yeah, third one wasn't great. But uh, you know, there you go. It had to happen. You know, it did. <laughs> I mean, the other interesting thing that I've noticed is that you know. Uh, 
just mentioning another podcast that uh, I am proud of the fact that Walt hasn't had some sort of insane nuclear style meltdown on Tell Them Steve Dave over the fact Tom Brady's retired. Yes. I expect him to like go into like full crazy mode, but he seems to have handled it very well. He does. The fact that I took the mick out of him on Twitter and yeah. kept sending messages like, if you put him on suicide watch to them. <laughs> I know, I saw and I hope that he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you at Sunday Jeff's profile, that's actually Walt. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you can always get right. in touch with him that way. So. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So I know that there's been something that I've watched recently and it was really, really good, but I can't for the life of me think what it was. <laughs> so I'm going to leave my movie review yeah. Oh, I know what it was. Come I've remembered on. now. <laughs> now, I can't remember who was in it or any of the details, <laughs> but no, honestly, I can uh, um, I can remember most of it. But, um, Give me a I, clue. Go on. Yeah, I watched a film called The Shack the other day, um, which is basically, I don't want to give too much away, but it was a really, really good film. It's kind of on the spiritual side. So in the mm-hmm. religious God kind of side. However, okay. I, because of a non-believer as such, you know, kind of thing, I um, I saw it as a magical side rather than, uh, you know, spiritual all-being kind of way. Mm-hmm. But basically it's this father who he, his son almost dies uh, so he runs to save him, but when he runs to save him, his youngest daughter gets stolen, and she is, you know, unfortunately taken away, and she's, you know, nasty things that happen to her basically, and uh, yeah, she ends up being killed, and it's killed in this this shack, but they used to call um, God Papa. So all of a sudden he got this um, letter. This is quite an old film, so I'm not kind of really spoiling anything that's new, but, you know, I'm kind of going through details a little bit. He got this letter in his mailbox that said, I will be at the shack, love Papa. So obviously, you know, he kind of thinks to himself, this can't be real, you know, I have to, but he has to investigate who it is, you know, and has to investigate. And so he he steals his mate's van and then he goes up there and when he goes up there he's kind of then on this journey of it's kind of like a a journey of through grief so you know like he deals with like the anger side of things he he deals with all the different things that he'd have to think about if he was going to be this god form format or whatever um but it was it was a really, really magical film. It was like the three of us were watching it and like literally nobody was talking the whole way through. You know, it was, it was moments when it was quite emotional, but it was a really, really, really good film. So I highly recommend I'll, that one, really. I'll have a look for it. Um, yeah. Was the dog even quiet? Yeah, even the dog was quiet. Wow. God. Yeah. No, it didn't even make any calls. I'm impressed. No, he'll squeak his ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good boy. Good boy. <laughs> but no, honestly, it was such a, it was really, really a good film. So, uh, yeah, I do highly I'll recommend have a look it. For it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have there, a look for it. There was also something else as well, but I really can't remember that other one. So, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Oh, I tell you what, I did see. Um, 
<laughs> the new Jackass film. <laughs> oh my god! It's uh, yeah. I'll I'll just say this: if you uh, don't not give you away, all I'll say is if you find the scenes where um, Tommy Lee has conversations with himself, yeah, uh, you see a lot of the uh, the uh, real versions of those sort of things in the Jackass film. <laughs> all I'll say is. Uh, a a queen bee and her hive yeah. have never quite been used in in the way they're used in Jackass uh, forever. Okay, I've, I've never seen anything like it before. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I was going to say, well, I haven't seen it yet, but I do intend to go and see it. Hopefully, at the oh, cinema. Yes. So uh, you'll, uh, yes, yeah, because I do. I love all of the Jackass films, so um, I think that it's going to be definite that I need to go and see it. It's, properly. it's well worth watching. It's it's crazy, yeah. but well worth watching. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's actually quite funny that you bring up Jackass because one of mm-hmm. my stories might be about them this week. So mm-hmm. should we move on to stories of the week? I think we should, yes. Yeah. Shall I go first, as I've just alluded to? Yes, um, please. Let me just bear with me one moment. Okay. So, inflatable dinosaur at major London landmark looks like something very rude. The, (laughs) (laughs) The large inflatable creature arrived in Leicester Square in the capital and has gone has got social media users whirring with theories as to whether it's meant to look like a penis or not you know me and my penis (gasps) stories (laughs) always hunting for the d Uh, i certainly am oh and sorry i should say this is brought to you this week from the daily star so you know (laughs) it's a step up from the metro Although the Guardian wasn't, so I think, you know, we need to give the Guardian a little bit more credit. (laughs) A a 30-foot inflatable dinosaur, which appears in the heart of London, bemused onlookers because of its phallic appearance. The large inflatable creature arrived in Leicester Square and has got social media users whirring with theories as to whether it's meant to look like a penis or not. I feel like I'm repeating myself. Oh, wait, I am. (laughs) Either way, the green monster proved uh, proved a hit with tourists and passers-by who made sure to get selfies with it, as reported by the Mirror. Obviously, that's who writes for the Daily Star then, I assume. Um, after doing the rounds on Reddit and Twitter for a while, it was revealed that the prop is there as part of the series of PR stunts to promote the latest instalment of the Jackass movies. Of course, it also says Jackass Forever on the floor as well. So that could have been a massive giveaway. <laughs> you, you think that will be a bit of a clue, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you do. You do. Just definitely. a bit. Yeah. The film Jackass Forever, um, sorry, I'll start that again because I lisped, lisped all the way through that. Lisped. I lisped. Um, Very nice. Yes. Sounds kind of cool when you say lisped. I lisped. Um, the film Jackass Forever is a black comedy directed by and as the and is the sequel to Jackass 3D. Directed by didn't say directed by whoever but there you go (laughs) which was released in 2010 that is some quality journalism there that is quality 
Well done, guys and gals. <laughs> I think we might have picked this story off of the Metro. What do you reckon? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Not that the Daily Star is any big, any bit no. better. No. 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 It is stunts, pranks and skits and opens with a parody of Godzilla where cast oh, members Jesus. fight off the monster. Uh, oh my God, I've just had a flashback. But anyway. Um... <laughs> okay. Don't spoil a thing. Don't spoil. I can't. No. It all makes sense now. Keep going. <laughs> but it was the prop's likeness to a male member which left people in most amused and continued. What? Okay, this isn't my writing. Pe- uh, this isn't my writing. This isn't my reading, people. But it was the prop's likeness to a male member. Oh, a male member. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a penis. Um, which left people in most amused, but in most amused and continued to attract attention during the day. In most amused, okay. So mm. I just, I just so want to point out amused. this isn't my reading, okay. No. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, they're just kind of repeating a lot of things. So, oh, and. Uh, Yes, uh, one person guarded it in case of high winds and sent it tearing off into one more direction. That that will be a problem soon, so I can definitely see with the way the weather's going to be going with the 90 mile winds coming, there will be a giant penis-looking dinosaur flying through the air. (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) It would be the ultimate PR. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) Um, I'm kind of like... Uh, to be honest, that kind of is it. So other other amused posters responded to the post and questioned if the creature, which has dark eyes at the end and of its long green neck, was attracting the right people. <gasps> Ida Wild Girl? That's pretty cool. I've not heard of Ida Wild for a while. They, they're a cool Scottish band. Um, is it meant to dot, dot, dot look like that? Dot, 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 question mark, question mark. Um, for those unaware, it's a promo for Jackass Forever, mm-hmm. somebody else Beautiful. said. And one poster who responded said, ah, that's why it's phallic shaped. But a bump. <laughs> the end, because I don't want to read any more of that story. But there you go. That's the end of that story. I have got another one coming up. But, okay. uh, I will let James read for a little bit if he would be so kind. Absolutely. So one of the problems, I mean, we've done weather corner a bit, but one of the problems <laughs> that people did have, um, certainly earlier in the year, is there was lots of very bad weather, high winds, etc., and people lost power. Yes. And what does happen is a lot of the the uh, electric companies or power companies are good enough to say, well, we're really sorry there's been inconvenience because some people had weeks and weeks and in one case nearly I think like a month of power you know, outage. They mm-hmm. give you compensation. Yeah. And we all like a bit of compensation. Well, here's where things got interesting. So Northern Power Grid issued an apology to 74 customers who were sent checks. That's good. You know, it's nice they were sent checks. Yeah. But here's the thing that gets interesting. So it, it was commented on the actual nature of the check uh, by a customer. So Gareth Hughes of Hebden Bridge, West Yorkshire, took to Twitter, posted an image of the eye-watering amount 
who was sent in by Northern Power Grid in the post. Can you guess how much he was sent? Can you guess, Gemma? Is it high or low? It's quite high. Okay. Um, £10,000. I'll let you have one more guess. Is it lower or higher? <laughs> it's higher. £5 million. Well, are you ready for this yes. one, people? So, 74 customers, right, were sent this cheque. But Gareth Hughes is, of Hebden Bridge is the one who really come through on it. A cheque for more than £2.3 trillion. Pounds. <laughs> what? <laughs> then yep. he put the decimal dot in the wrong place. <laughs> trillion pounds. Just bear that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Did they put the decimal I, dot in the wrong place or something? I, I, I have no idea because looking at it, it's. I think the machine just went bonkers and just started printing numbers by the looks of it. Yeah. Um, but what it says is, uh, he, I mean, he was brilliant. He put a message up the base. He said, "Are you on Twitter? Like, are you a hundred percent sure <laughs> this is for me?" <laughs> oh no, sorry, anyway, sir. We only meant to give you twenty three pounds back. Yeah. His comment was, "Before I bank the check, however, you're hundred percent certain you can afford this." One and people responded with things like, "Bank it and share it out between us all." Some people put, "I think you own Northern Power Grid now." <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> and in response to it Northern Pagra replied to the tweet hi Gareth thanks for bringing this to our attention please DM us your correct details including address and postcodes so we can correct this oversight thanks Phil two over two trillion I mean so the machine's clearly thrown some sort of like insane you know technological wobbler by doing that because it yeah. just does look like it's just gone bonkers and just printed out numbers but i just thought it was a really good story because it's funny uh yep. but as someone who works in the finance sector i would love to actually have just see what would happen if someone presented the check to people you know when yeah. and said this is what i need to bank because i think you'd be like yeah it's not gonna happen pal <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of security checks would have to um be put in place wouldn't they you'd have to like call the people that were uh it, it, it is beyond it. belief I, I i mean i think more than likely it would just everything would be rejected there's just no way that the system probably could handle it for one thing yeah so. <laughs> well i hope he gets a decent payout now that he's been honest because that would be a real smack in the face if it was only £23 that you was actually It probably is. In reality, something like only 23 quid. Because we've seen a few people uh, in those sort of situations presenting checks and things so, yeah. where they've had power cuts. But hey, if they want to give me a few trillion uh, and I, I, I could cash it, I'll, uh, I'll give that a shot. Yeah, give it a whirl. I tell you what, Andy, who, uh, you know, used to be on this podcast, Andy who? Um, <laughs> I thought I'd get in there before you did. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you said Andy who, I know it's Andy Barr because, you know, I, 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 I cherished working with him. No, it's all good, Gemma. So, it's who? all good. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, you know, how, well, last not last time he was on, but a couple of times before that he was on. Mm -hmm. He said that he was getting a bit lazy and he couldn't be bothered to go out and cash the checks because it was like £10. I bet yeah. he cashed that one. <laughs> yeah. And then probably wonder why he was like dragged into a, a, a police cell and being asked, what the hell are you playing at? Are you fraudulently doing checks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> so yeah, so that is definitely um yeah, this is definitely a good story. So mm-hmm. um okay, so my final story is as I scrolled through earlier, James experienced a little <gasps> And he went, Mm, what's happened? And then I found out that this story is actually local to me, based on Portland, which is literally Ah. a five-minute drive away from my house. Okie dokie. So I kind of want to go and find this guy and interview him now. So, you know, maybe maybe we'll see. I know his name. I know his age. Because they tell me in this article. The stalking begins. (laughs) Well, here we go. Hero pensioner races to save in bracket, in sort of speech marks, drowned woman, only to find a headless sex doll. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the reason why I picked this story. (laughs) I want to know why it's headless. Yeah, I do too. Maybe only the mouth was any good after all. (laughs) All the other bits were gunked up. (laughs) (laughs) or maybe just wanted the head part eh? suck the rest of it (laughs) well actually it's quite funny because i closed down another story because i was gonna bring three but then i thought no so um the other story that i had was um there was a german forest which has got loads and loads of creepy dolls hanging from the trees um so i might bring that for next week so i'll read that one next week but um Mm. yeah so but actually you know maybe that's where the head's gone (laughs) <laughs> so remember that salty tadpoles for next week unless i forget mm. and then you know look it up yourself um retired photographer chris ford 67 believes the doll he found on the beach of dorset and mistook for a dead body may have been thrown overboard by a livid wife or horny fisherman oh and he's there <laughs> He's there with his big. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment in his appearance. But he's there. He's on Chesil Beach because I can see all the stones and the waves are crashing in the background. And he's very windswept. That's all I can say. So <clears throat> let's get into the nitty gritty of it all. And this is probably going to be a little bit of um, repeating again because it is the Daily okay. Star. So here we go. A pensioner was shocked when he discovered. He had rushed to the aid of a headless sex doll he had mistaken for a drowned woman washed up on the beach. Chris Ford, 67, shame it wasn't 69, um, Mm. (laughs) was looking for driftwood, which actually I don't think is legal. I don't think you're allowed to take driftwood, but there you go. After a recent storm, when he thought he'd found a dead body of a woman with all of her bits on show. And obviously in the newspaper, you can see, you know, you can see that the pit, the certain areas have been uh, masking taped off, let's say. But the, <laughs> <laughs> the black bars of justice. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but the retired photographer was relieved to find that it was a mutilated silicone female sex toy and quickly called his partner over to take some photos. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that doesn't surprise me. No. That does not surprise me. <laughs> the couple were from Portland, Dorset, both left in hysterics, speculating where it came from. Chris said it was a human-like figure, but was too clean and too pretty. 
<laughs> you know, it's pretty. It didn't have a head. I, what does it say about the people in that area? I'm saying nothing. <laughs> okay, can I just point out that, you know, I'm not on Portland. <laughs> hey, I never said you were. No, I know. <laughs> it was too pretty and it did not have a head. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but the fact that he's described a sex doll as pretty makes me quite worried about him. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> the feet looked phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> is I, that, I mean, is that the sort of sex that sort of party's into? Hey, you know, where the he- there's no head on the body? Some maybe sort of weird twisted snuff shit but anyway you know <laughs> it's like the instead of the headless horseman it's the headless sex doll <laughs> yeah. or the headless hormon <gasps> oh i like it i like mm. it i like it a lot i'll let that pun i'll let that pun go you know that pun uh, will pass go on yes that pun shall pass <laughs> apart from his lack of face it was very uh, anatomically correct. So basically, it was all the body parts were in the right place. So just in case I didn't say the right word. So as soon as I got to her, I knew it was a sex doll. Oh, I, am, I was more worried it was going to be like, should I got to her, I started porking her. <laughs> Again, and called his wife over. <laughs> yeah. Come on, honey, watch me. <clears throat> Look, baby, no head, just like the porn I'm really into. <laughs> I am what all... the f- where, where, where are these people from again? We're from Portland in Dorset. So again, five what minutes the, away from me. <laughs> what the fuck? Portland. Oh, God. That's an area I'm not going to visit anytime soon. No. Well, to be a, turned on by headless sex dolls. <laughs> well, to be fair, he hasn't said he is turned on by it. We've speculated that. <laughs> Poor sick pervert. <laughs> but you are right, because we said... <laughs> There's like bumper stickers that people drive around with on their cars and it's um, obviously on their bumper and um, it says keep Portland weird and it it's just such a weird place. So um, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, this was somebody's kink. <laughs> anyway, let me move on. <laughs> I'm always out collecting driftwood after storms, so I fully expected to see a human body one day, but never this. It certainly made my day. He and he his made wife. his day. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, it would make you laugh, wouldn't it? Come on now. <laughs> I know, but, you know, I think, is this, oh, this guy is on the list somewhere. <laughs> well, the, the sex doll list. <laughs> yeah, some sort of weird kinky fetish list. <laughs> he and his wife believed that it was thrown overboard by a disgruntled fisherman's wife, or maybe the head had been removed to hide it elsewhere. Um, I don't know. It is blah, 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 blah. I think we've covered the majority of this story. So, um, he's now sat in a restaurant, uh, oh, the Cove, the Cove pub, which is a very nice pub. And, uh, he's having a coffee. Well, it looks like his, uh, wife has had two glasses of wine because there's two glasses of wine on the table <laughs> she's probably me. getting off the shock of finding out husband's into way headless sex dolls <laughs> yeah probably <laughs> but it's good promotion for the cove house hotel um pub sorry um which really is 
proper nice. So, um, yeah, and he's ending it all, not ending it all, but he's ending the article really with, I just chuckled and found the whole thing hilarious. I've seen dead cows, pieces of dolphin, seals, etc. wash up, but nothing ever like this. So he's, uh, he's happy to have seen a dead cow, a pieces of dolphin and seals, but, uh, yeah. Um, mm. That's not terrifying at all, is it? <laughs> no, there really isn't any more to this story. So, um, I mean, there is, but uh, I cannot be bothered to carry on reading it. We've got the best out of it. We've definitely so got the best. So salty tadpoles. So salty tadpoles. <laughs> you want to see some weird sick shit? You know to where to travel to. It's Portland. Yeah, come visit me, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, Owen Edmonds has already been down to see me, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie I Westwood's coming next sh- week. <laughs> I think that should be Portland's new advertising slogan, Headless Sex Dolls. <laughs> come for the beach, stay for the headless sex dolls. <laughs> oh, there you go, Jamie. you got something to look for and search for when you're down next week. <laughs> I, for now, am going to go and see if I can find one. (laughs) (laughs) So in that case, I think we've been talking enough Codswallop this week, James. How about you? I would agree. So tonight, when Gemma's out there, allegedly (laughs) taking the dog for a walk, she's out the the big, powerful torch Yeah, on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what I can find. (laughs) Oh, I love that that story is so local to me as well. It's brilliant. (laughs) Anyway, so I have been Gemma. I've been James. And again, if you can follow us on YouTube, I know we keep going on about it, but the sooner you do it, the less we'll carry on about it. So, um, yeah, if you can follow us on YouTube, please. And, you know, all of the other social media. And, you know, if this is your first time listening to this episode as well. Click that little subscribe button, pretty please, because we're doing everything we can to promote it. And uh, it would be good if you could do your bit as well. So thank you. <laughs> Have a good one. Yeah, I should actually say as well, another thing with regards to promotion as well, we are part of a couple of um, networking podcast groups as well, which one is called Always Up Network because there's so many different countries. So one of us is always up. So if you're ever looking for other podcasts, just um, use hashtag AUN and uh, you should be able to find different podcasts as well. So yeah, there we go. I'm going to shut up now and we're going to go and I'm going to go and such the beaches of uh, Portland. <laughs> Have fun, Gemma. I will. I'll let you know, James, what I find, okay? Perfect. <laughs> I was thinking to say perfect. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye.